Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast called Rue Loves You, where I am Rue, aka Rue St. Vincent, uh, aka Miss RSV. Uh, let's see, just a normal person, just here to deliver like a positivity pep talk to I don't know how to say I say this every week but so far it's like I want to reframe like reframe and focus like the craziness that comes across your timeline uh that comes across your RSS feed or just to like bring a different perspective and provide positivity like to maybe give you like a different thought as to something in response to some craziness that uh that has jumped off which we are in peak craziness we are it's a lot going on but with most recently I think the last time I talked to you it was the beginning of February we were just entering Black History Month where I am a woman of color I was gonna be like hey it's a lot going on this month we're gonna be black we're gonna be be ourselves and be but then we had some tragedy last Wednesday as to it was Valentine's Day and we it was uh the also the day that uh there was a school shooting now my spirit can't really entertain all the minutiae and the details but um where a teen who went to uh, a school who was no longer um attending he came back and shot uh 17 people and broad daylight 19 year old dude shot and killed some people some kids some children and some adults uh, at a school, and there's a and what I want to say is there's a narrative around this dude as to what they they're doing when this happens, because unfortunately this has happened before, and there some people we're fe- people are fed up, and but there's a meme that's going around or like a picture where it is um some buttons on a console and uh, I saw it on Twitter, but there's some buttons on the console of Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers in various sizes and, um, you know, click clacks and buttons and whatnot. Thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. There's multiple buttons, but there's one button that says in all caps, do something, do something. And now all surrounded by the thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers, oh, thoughts and prayers in responses to these tragedies. And that kind of, uh, kind of stood out to me as, this has happened before. It brings up the oath while we grieve about a oh, loss of life. Gun control, gun control. Ah, la, 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 la. No, you're not taking the guns and mental health. It's just this narrative that's being, um, that I'm reading or just skimming because I feel that like my spirit can't take everything. So I get what I, just to stay informed, I get what I can try and decipher the truth. But I get what I can while I can be informed where I can be like, okay, I can process so while I'm processing this, um, yeah, this happened and it's just more of when are these thoughts and prayers, what have, what has the, what have these thoughts and prayers ever changed? And, um, it's in, it's some murmuring and then what I do see in the news that there, there's some responses being, um, being, let's see, like, it's, people are reacting differently, like enough is enough. Now, I'm in a state that uh, loves guns. 
I'm Southern. I'm I, I, if you can't hear my accent, I'm Southern. But um, I grew up in the South. I've been blessed to travel other places, and I've seen stark differences of what my state does here in uh, the United States. And I'm like, wow. Um, my state has the right to carry or conceal some junk. I don't do guns really. I'm not gonna tell you why. But there's just something going on where my state is on some BS. Kind of not like Florida. My city is cool, but my state is just on some BS. Where I see this and I'm like, what's gonna be? What's gonna? What's gonna be different? And in this, I'm just waiting. I'm hoping. I, as I've said before, I never lose hope. Um, I don't know. And I'm just waiting for something. I'm waiting. And in the meantime, I'm being... What I can do in responses to this... Excuse me. To this. I'm going to take a drink. I think last time uh, I went... Uh, had a very long podcast. But uh, I, I, I talked for a long time and I didn't get a drink. And I was coughing by the end. But excuse me. Uh, what I'm saying is... Um, there's a narrative happening and what's going to be different now. I'm I'm trying to be the change I, I'm, that I want to see. I am actually in the process of, uh, and then touch on some other, touch on the last time we talked about being my own superhero. You got, sometimes you got to be your own superhero. And, but I, 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 I'm feeling a shift or I'm feeling the need to, to move. I'm feeling in response to, to the energy that is being that I admit or what I'm receiving, I'm experiencing a bit of a shift or uh, I need to move. I, I feel it in my, my spirit and, but I don't know how yet, but I, I think I'm in this reach out phase where I'm reaching out. I'm reaching out. I don't like what's going on. Well, Rude, do something and change it. You may not be able to work there, but you can volunteer. What can you do? And, um, it's very, it's in its nascent stages, but I'm, volunteering or trying to see where I can uh, work again with um, kids. I, I have volunteered in my local library and some programs, but I'm just, I'm, I'm experiencing, I'm very unsettled in my spirit. And I don't know enough what, what that means just yet. It's, you're kind of end on the ground floor here. But in that... In response to this, I'm just trying to see my way as to what can I do in my state? What can I do in my city in response to these things? Like, um, in touching back on being your own superhero, which was episode two, if you would like to listen. I did not um, release an episode last week. Partly because a lot of stuff was going on and me experiencing this unsettled spirit, which happens couple of times a year I can uh, hone in hone in on it but I'm experiencing it and sometimes you just got to be still you got to be still but I, in this I don't want to lose the momentum of coming and reduce producing this podcast or making this podcast but and, the, and what I was going to talk about came together it finally came together which you know what I probably do this every other week or every other Friday or something like that where I'll have some things to talk about and maybe a little more in depth, but I'm not going to keep you long like I did in episode two um, of what, uh, go a little deeper, but not too deep. <laughs> um, yeah. 
in that being my own superhero, I took some time in, in response to my environment. And uh, I've been in self-care mode. I've been doing some things in, to process what's happening inside of me. Now, mind you, uh, things change. There's changes afoot. But what we can, let's see, what uh, one thing, this is the first segment I want to say, by the way. But what I would like to offer in keeping your sanity in this world and in response to like the school shooting or these things you're reading in the news that is not settling right, settling uh, or sitting right with you in your spirit. Get still. Maybe de- de- um, detox. Or maybe, like, I deactivated my Facebook uh, for a weekend. <laughs> and, um, or was it a couple of days? I forget. But the first couple of days after this podcast, I was like, whoa, whoa. In response to how I'm feeling, I was feeling, I kind of did a digital, like, Facebook. And I'm on the internet. I'm on social media. But I'm also, like, I'm very selective in what I take in. And if I'm already selective and when I take in and I feel a little bit overwhelmed, maybe I need to get still. Maybe I need to get quiet. So that's what I actually took my own advice and I did that. And soon, not too soon after, um, things start coming up in my spirit where I was like, you can get back to the digital world and you can give something and things I wanted to talk about actually formed. So that was cool. And I'm, like I said, I'll probably do this um, every other week where I'm uh, just trying to fill you up with positive, <laughs> this positive pep talk, but not keep you so long. Even though I love a long podcast, I'll listen to, I'll say in the future, I do listen to a two hour podcast. I will. Uh, commuting at home, um, uh, gym, I will put on a podcast, but not everyone's like that. So, um, okay, um, in response to this craziness, getting still and being silent, I offer you that. And that can be digitally, that can be getting out of your normal environment, just going somewhere and, and, and you know, centering yourself for a minute. Uh, in your car, <laughs> before you come in the house after work or so, I don't know. But it's just more of however that hits you, try and obey it. Because stuff is stuff. Hopefully, will be revealed and um, settle you. Um, here's to I appreciate advice. <laughs> I don't give advice, but I can take my own example. So, I leave you with that as we move on to our second segment. And I, I think I said in the first couple of um, episodes, I'm gonna try and give you three segments. Try and give you some positivity towards the end in the middle and then beginning and all through it and uh also try and um be that also in social media if i would like to follow you all and things of that sort here is segment two or what i like to call what i'm here for is the yeah and the stuff i just can't nobby nah i'm still (laughs) fine-tuning what i call this part but um, in, since the last time we talked, or the last time we shared, we exchanged, let's see, some stuff came out. Uh, let's see. Well, it is, as of Friday, Black Panther, 
uh, the movie that everybody's been waiting for that was released. And no, I'm not going to give you, a, I'm not going to talk about it. Reason why I'm not going to talk about it because um, someone um, told me like, uh, people haven't seen it, people haven't seen it. And I'm like, I saw it so far twice. I saw it Friday. And I saw it yesterday, Sunday. Now, I've had two different experiences, and I tell you what. And I'm not going to get into it because I just want to get into uh, the main reason, um, the actual subject as to of, a, of, a, of the podcast. As for Black Panther, I, Friday, I actually saw it. I bought my tickets. Let's see. I bought my ticket because I went by myself the first time because, as I've stated before, my state be on some BS. And... While I love moving in a crowd, I also do maneuver by myself as to so I can see the real for myself and see if I want to even engage. And I was like, I don't know what I was expecting, but I was like, it was actually pleasurable. Like, it was like I went, I purchased my tickets maybe three hours earlier. I saw it in the daytime a couple hours later. And the theater where I went was first of all it was it was normal to me it was normal this I've seen Wonder Woman at this place I've seen being a casual comics fan I like the comics but as a teen I read them but once I discovered outside and all the pleasures that came with being outside as a kid I was like all right this cool but I gotta go anyway um I went by myself the first time and I did dress up. Well, I, I, I was low-key about it because I was like, it's daytime. I'm coming from somewhere else. Let me see. But the theater wasn't packed. That was all the way. I was first, I was very surprised. Theater wasn't packed. And also, it was a mix of black and white and Latino. It was like a mix of us and um, nobody clowned. People were here to see the movie because we paid for it. <laughs> but it was like, it was, respect was shown. And happiness was, I observed happiness. I, I saw a little bit of people um, dressed up, but it was like old and young, black, white, Latino. It was like a mix. And I was very happy to see that. No, no Nothing jumped out. Um, I will say that I knew that I was going to, my I was going to go see the movie on Sunday with people. And we're all going to, we dressed up and we clowned and we had fun. I actually saw it in a different part of town. Um, I will say it's near the colleges. And that energy of being mostly black, it was crowded. It was packed. People weren't playing when it was like, you know why I'm here. I'm dressed in the, the Sunday finest of the finest from your for Wakanda. And nobody tripped. And it was like, it was a different energy. And I had fun. I put it on Facebook. I put it on a couple of places on Facebook. But um, I didn't put it on social media because it was like, it was my city to the core. And I am so appreciative of that because I was like, this is what it feels like. And this is what my city can do. And I was very, I was surprised because sometimes there's, story being told and you'd be like great this is my city this is the south for you and it's not true and it was it was just very cool so anyway that happened so so far i've seen it twice and on the second one even though i was with a whole bunch of people i caught things that i missed on friday 
And I was like, and it, and it will, it rounded out my whole experience as to when it's done right. My heart filled up as to what I saw on the screen. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm also not going to talk about it. I'll talk about it later by itself, maybe, or in a blog post on, um, Rue Loves You, um, or somewhere on Twitter. It was just a good experience. So it, I go up for the whole, how the execution of everything with Black Panther, it was cool. Not dealing with the think pieces, not dealing with the naysayers. I'm just processing and enjoying for the movement that it is. It's a movement. And I hope, you know, someone was saying, this isn't going to change anything. I, I hope it does, but we did well. Those who enjoyed it and could take it for what it was, it was it was well. So I'm just going to put a pin in that and say, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just saying, you know, Mbaku, you know, he, you know, I sent my mail. You know, I told my mom, hold my mail while I just go chill in the mountains because everybody was cool. But yeah, anyway, I'm not going to talk about it. But I was like, I, I, I staked my I, I threw down the gauntlet for who I thought was who stole the show or stole my heart. I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Black Panther was cool. Let's see. But on that knobby front, what happened? Uh, before, um, let's see, before, yeah, the presidential Obama uh, portraits happened. And I'm still processing Michelle and um, Barack's uh, portraits that were that were revealed. Um, when I first saw them, I was like, "Oh, oh," and I didn't want to say yay or nay, but I was like, "Oh," I have this look on my face. But I was like, "This is what they did." Now, here's the thing: someone looked over my shoulder while we were looking at the pictures because I where was I? I was out. Uh, having lunch, not lunch, but I was with some, a friend of mine. They were like, why she look so ashy? And I was like, first of all, we're talking about Michelle. And she's not ashy. This is an artist rendition. And while I don't know the details, the deets of it, what you're not going to do is call my former first lady ashy. We're not doing that. Like, no, no, no. Nope. Nope. Uh-uh. And I kind of was like, let me get all the facts so I can form my opinion. Because it wasn't what I thought. But as I read some things, these portraits were, how do you say, of, they weren't going in the actual, actual gallery. These were going to hang somewhere else where it was okay to be a little edgy or a little more artistic. And I feel that's, that's what we got. Um... And yeah, the artist and there's some controversy or like the around a story around the artist. And I'm like, I'm going to take this for what it is. This is lovely. While it may not be all the way for me, what I won't do is tear something down or make a snap judgment and be like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Because first of all, we ain't do this. Someone did this, someone gave this to us and it's like, Let's process it, right? Process it rather than just go, uh-uh, nope. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, I like, I'd rather do that. Now, I, if what I read is true, these are going to be put somewhere else and they can have this, this license, then sure. I liked Obama's, um, uh, Barack's 
actual I liked him sitting I, I but you know there's opinions out there but they were like oh why is he sitting why are there flowers in this and there's a story story there as to why and I'm like that's very fitting I, I felt he was drawn well I felt that it was nicely you know executed and I was like okay um I'll take it now Michelle's okay uh, dress and everything and the posture there people are dissecting that and I'm just like you know I'll just hold my hold hold out to see what exactly and I've I think I've already seen it on church fans I'm kidding <laughs> but um yeah I'm I'm okay I love nah nah for me but okay overall but I still put that in the not be so um <laughs> Ooh, and cricket, uh, crickets news. Um, the Olympics are happening. Uh, yeah. Winter Olympics. Woohoo! As I look to my left and my right, uh, as I sit and record this, there's some excellence going on. Don't get me wrong. But winter, the winter Olympics is not my thing. As I, I've grown up, uh, we were, I guess we were a summer Olympics family. <laughs> I don't know, typical that everybody was looking for track. But um, my parents played sports, um, well, high school and a little bit of college, I believe. But like they're, they're, they're sports people. I'm a basketball person. I've played basketball myself. Um, I'm more excited for FIFA World Cup. Like, I love soccer or football. I root for, if you see it in my um, pro social media profile, I root for uh, EPL or uh, EuroLeague, uh, Premier, Premier uh, League. I love Tottenham, the Hotspurs of North London. I go up for them. Uh, I've, I'm about 15 years into this. I'm a long, I, and they're not even the best. They can be. As a fan, I tell you that, but they're not even the best, but I root for them. I love the game of soccer. I never play. Oh, I do play, but not like any, I'm not good or anything, but I get more excited for soccer than I do the Winter Olympics or, you know, the Olympics. Summer Olympics, yeah. Winter Olympics. Well, just put some crickets here and <laughs> keep it moving to my main thing of what, this podcast this week is about the title is called no comma you're worth it yes you're worth it know your worth and if you look at my cover it says um know your worth and add your self-respect add some self-respect um times are changing things are being you know Brought to the light and not shoved under the carpet, not swept under the carpet. There's shining some light on some things that is very real and it plays with people's livelihoods. The Me Too movement, the, you know, the gender pay gap. Gender pay gap is real. As I'm a working person, I have noticed or I'm more aware of when you're going out, going out for these jobs in whatever field, there is a tear of where they'll suit you or put you and if you don't talk yourself out or into they'll leave you there they'll leave you somewhere that is way under because they can't people try and play you 
And if you're not, I think for the first couple of years that I worked, I come from where you're just happy to have a job. Go to school, get your education, and re- go to work and retire. Work, do your best, give it all to them. And because that's happened in the past for my family. And I'm going to be honest, that wasn't that. Talk about disillusionment. That didn't happen for me. I went to school. I I did not get a job straight out of college, like a real, real job straight out of college to a year or two, a couple of years later. Because I kept waiting. I kept waiting for the dream, the American dream. I kept waiting for it to be true. And it didn't. And I didn't recognize that. And those my support system didn't recognize that until it was too late. I was already in some jobs or in positions to where I don't feel I was compensated or like even acknowledged for my education. And they were good jobs. But I'm coming from a thought process of it's just get a job. Get it? You went to school. I don't necessarily subscribe to that school gets you a job. School, college for me helped me solve problems, helped me get used to different cultures, different people, um, multi, you know, multicultural. It helped me experience like the real world of that. But to actually get a job, um, I'm I've totally changed my. Let me see. I've that was my someone on Twitter. Um, I totally don't see college as to help you get a job they give you the tools to navigate whatever environment that you can well to just bring it all together there was a video Viola Davis she was giving a talk because she was being interviewed in a talk a woman of color talk about um and this is actress how to get away with murder fences play and movie uh viola davis where she talked about if i got 30 years in this in in her job of being an actress i got 30 years in this and i am no and you people when um when she has to go get these jobs and go sing for her supper they're telling her and they think they're 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 blowing some, giving her a compliment Oh, you're the black Meryl Streep now. You're the greatest. You're the first person on the call sheet. And I'm going to play a little bit of it, if I can bring it up. I'm going to play a little bit of it. But she said, Meryl Streep, she's so accomplished. Da, 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 da. If, I'm Mer- if I am the black Meryl Streep, which is like a backhand, I'm the black anything to me. And, you know, you're pretty for a black girl. You're this and that. And when you bring that in, my race and my job don't have anything to do with it, each other. But you, when you put those together, it negates, it, it invalidates or tries to invalidate the person that's standing before you and the work that's done. I feel that. I feel that in my bones, actually. Um, she was like, if I'm that, then pay me like it. Pay me like it. Because it was like, if I'm all this distinguished, I'm nowhere near. Now, I came to Miss Viola. Now, let me see if I can bring it all up. I came to know Viola Davis through TV first, but um, in the 90s, I suppose. But I knew of Viola Davis because she was just there. She was on some of your favorite, you know, your shows in, in there. But the first movie I saw Viola Davis where I was like, oh, and she, she wasn't even a main person, was with the movie called 
Out of Sight. I think it's from Out of Sight with Jennifer Lopez and George Clooney. I love that movie. I don't understand. But, um, yeah, they were the main people. But she played the sister of Isaiah Washington. I'm not going to spoil it if you would love to see it. I can watch that show, that movie, over and over and over. But she just struck me as, okay, first of all, her skin tone. First of all, she was not... How she was talking to Jennifer Lopez and like how she was like, she took no stuff. Like, I was like, okay, I, I love, who's this lady? I love her. And then seeing her on TV, I was like, oh, that's fire. Look, I remember her. Oh, look, oh, look. So it was like, that's how I first came to know about Miss Viola. Where I was like, all right, as a black actress. Woo! So she's been in the game. She's very accomplished. She's doing all this stuff and. To see how, like, she her career has gone, I actually looked and I did a little research. I'm going to play the clip on, it's actually on YouTube. Well, first off, Miss Viola Davis, and according to alphalife.me, which is one of those, how, how much does a, what's the worth of an actress or actor or entertainer? They're saying Viola Davis's 2017 earnings is $12 million. 12 million I don't believe that that's probably let me see I'm gonna go back because I don't believe that she just just 12 million nah I I need to go and just make sure because when I was looking this up I was like um someone has said 2 million I was like nah she's been in the game too long but let's see um She's not Meryl Streep's... She's not pulling Meryl Streep's money. And in this clip I'm going to play, she admits that. She tells you that. So, to see how long she's been in this 30 years... Let's see. Let's see. The richest celebrity net worth. I'll go here. It's still saying $12 million. That's crazy. To be... Ay, ay, ay. Oh. No. No. And she's an actress. Anyway, I won't get caught up in that. But it's nowhere near Meryl Streep's. Meryl Streep's, which is a serious actress, wins all these awards and all this stuff. Let me just play a little bit of, of what she was saying. Because this is what brought me to the whole know your worth. And how people will play you. Even, you know, playing her as actress on this large scale. People still try and undervalue you and play you. And that's not right. Here we go. And I stand in solidarity with them, okay? What they're getting paid, which is half of what a man is getting paid, well, we get probably a tenth of what a Caucasian woman gets. And I'm number one on the call sheet. And then I have to go in and I have to hustle for my worth. Here we That's go. what I feel like I'm doing. Oh when I God. demand what I feel... Listen, I have a more than a 30-year professional career. I have... I had a friend who said, yeah, but Viola, your career is better than my career. I said, yeah, but you can't compare me to you. Because once again, I got the Oscar, I got the Emmy, I got the two Tonys. I've done Broadway, I've done off-Broadway, I've done TV, I've done film, I've done all of it. I have a career that's probably comparable to Meryl Streep, Julianne Moore, let's Sigourney Weaver. They all came out of Yale. They came out of Juilliard. They came out of NYU. They had the same path as me. And yet, I am nowhere near them. Not as far as money, mm. not as, as far as job opportunities, nowhere close to it. And yet, I have to constantly get on that phone. 
And I had fabulous agents, by the way. They, they are getting it. But I had to get on that phone and people say, you're a black Meryl Streep. <laughs> you are, and we love you. We love you. There is no one like you. Okay, then if there's no one like me, you think I'm that, you pay me what I'm worth. You give me what I'm worth. And not, and... Wow. I'll just cut it there. Wow. If you think I'm that, you compare me to all this, pay me. Pay me. And I'm just, I was blown away because Viola Davis, as I touched on before I played the clip, in her stature and everything, she is using terms like hustle. Uh, I think she said once she has to sing for her supper, she had to prove to them that she was worth that. And I'm like, on a smaller scale and what I feel in my bones and what I see, I'm like, wow, it's bigger than you know. It's, it's, it's crazy. And it's more of, enough, it, it's being shown, the light is being shined on this inequality. First of all, you got men. Women paid half of that. And then if you're a person of color, you're not getting that dollar. And white women are still crying that. They're still crying. And it's like, if you're crying, then I, I, I'm, I'm breaking down over here because I'm not getting what you're getting. And that was actually, um, that kind of struck close to home anyway. Woo! Woo! Being told, go do the American dream, get a go achieve, and then you're not even getting paid. This, I'm speaking for myself, not even getting paid near what you could. And then once I started realizing that my white counterparts were getting more and more and more, I worked in, uh, I work in an office, I work in administrative, I work in these things, and I see things, and I'm like, they don't even they some of those hadn't even graduated from high school, and they're getting more, and I'm like, what am I doing wrong? But I've corrected that since. But it was just like I'm more aware, and I'm more on on alert of going in and not feeling guilty to say. This is what I feel I should be paid and waiting for the uncomfortable silence on their end and waiting for them to come to the table. So it's an everyday exercise. I don't, there's some digging and deeper of that stuff of, oh, I feel guilty in this. No, you're trying to live. And this is a business. It's a transaction all the same, you know. And just to see Viola Davis on that level has that going on we have to be vigilant dil diligent in making noise or just making our voices heard so i and and getting what we deserve getting our due as women women of color as as just being fair they say this was fair but it's gonna get close now with things being out in the open and people are talk having uncomfortable um having uncomfortable like uh conversations about this stuff and, and seeing who truly wants to make it right or just leave it as is because it's not their problem it's not happening to them anywho whoo i think i'm just gonna i i don't know where else i wanted to go with that but i'm just gonna probably ease out and just as we kind of transition to <laughs> as i wind this down so i'll be right back Hopefully, it's just more of getting it out of my system to where I can just be like, whoo.
All right. Welcome, 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 welcome back. And as I leave you with a positive note in our third and final segment, I would just want to leave experiencing that, kind of dipping my toe into that as I, I knew what I wanted to say about um, how I felt as Viola Davis, as who she is, still getting played. And she does the work. We got to not be afraid. Um, I, and the fear is real, y'all. The fear is real. But we got to be afraid. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me calm that down. That just happened. <laughs> and we're going to zero that down. Sorry about that. All right. Um, a positive note I can leave you with. Um, I'm actually going to open up my my notes app because I saw this really cool app. I mean, I saw this on an app, but it was a really cool thought of since my spirit is feeling a little unsettling, maybe we're not thinking of where we should be or of what's happening. Um, uh, this kind of put things into focus for me, um, and I'll read it. It says, acknowledge the day, I mean, acknowledge the good that already that's already in your life as the foundation for all abundance. I think that's cool. I'm going to read it again. Acknowledge the good that's already in your life as the foundation for all abundance. Everything that's coming your way, everything that's due you, started with happiness or the feeling that yes, or just a feeling of yes. It's a feeling of good. It's just that that foundation of uh, and the stuff that's going to come your way. It's just going to be like icing on the cake, icing on the cake, icing on the cake. So, anywho, I just want to leave you with that. And as I um, wrap this up for the week, um, as for the, I'll update you on the social media and all the thing places where you can find me online and find the podcast online. Um, I am still creating um the sites and all my online footprints for rue loves you uh the podcast so i have a website the website is rulovesyou.com that's where you can find i pretty much probably will put my thoughts and you know things um in between recording this pod the actual podcast i'll put things up there or uh if any changes to any social media links i'll communicate them there but um right now that's where i'm going to commute uh, communicate pretty much um anything concerning the podcast there you can find me on twitter or find the podcast find us both <laughs> at on twitter it's rue loves you pod and that's um, on Twitter. Instagram is um, going to be Rue Loves Ya, um, but I'm still um, building that to roll that out. But you can follow. I'll follow back. And you want to drop a line there, I'll respond and be very happy <laughs> if you have anything to share, constructive criticism, anything, um, encouragement. I appreciate it all. Um, that's where you can find. I also have, um, let's see, if you would like to... Um, listen to some tunes um, from um, I created a Spotify playlist you can search hash, um, Rue Loves You or hashtag Rue Loves You podcast and it should come up I'm going to put all that uh, in the where you can uh, in the show notes um, 
uh, along with uh, Viola Davis's video and um, some other things I want to share. I put that all in the information box for you. But yeah, I'm I'm just some tunes to get you through. And I'm calling them either like cute little bops. I'm putting up things like cute little bops or like songs that are conscious um, hugs to your mental. Like I'm I'm pretty random and I listen to a lot of stuff. So, <laughs> but it's all, I'm going to tie it back to just, I'm going to be positive and I'm going to feel good. So yeah, so that's the Spotify playlist. Um, if you would like to follow me personally on Instagram, I mean, not Instagram, um, Twitter, I love that. Um, it's my handle is at kinky hot curl, which um, <laughs> I'll spell it out for you. At it's at k i n k y h a u t e c u r l. Um, that came from me being natural and me and this hair and me and my afro. You know, it's um, it's been a journey. I will say that, but I thought it was a cute name. I don't know. Uh, I'll just give you a heads up. I'm random, but I'm a fierce, like, protector of my sanity amongst the bull, the BS that, you know, comes up, you know, in the, across the timeline or across your mentions. So anyway, uh, I follow back, and if you want to drop a line there, I'd appreciate it. So as I'm winding this down, I'm definitely, I kept you longer than before, but <laughs> this is actually take two because I could not upload for the li life of me when I went to record this originally. So we're going to do this again. And until next time, I wish you all love and light. And remember that I, me, Rue, I do love you. And I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for us all. <laughs>